Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Build Value by Choice. I'm your host, Dana Bonsu, President and CEO of Infinite Horizons Incorporated. We are a company that helps business owners increase the value of their business so they can pass it down to their kids or sell it for a higher value um, than they actually found it. Our website is www.infhorizons.com. And as part of our one-year anniversary, we have some free giveaways going on. So go ahead and um, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and send an email to info at infhorizons.com. And we'll be entering you into the into the uh, shuffle to win some of these um, prizes. Today, we are going to be talking about systems. And our guest today is Shanice Miller. Shanice is a business productivity consultant specializing in project management. She helps clients ranging from small startups to multi-million dollar businesses. She helps them save hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars. Her passion for identifying and solving inefficiencies began when she sold her first business, which was an education consultancy that had been recognized in both Forbes magazine and BET, Black Entertainment Television, at a less than premium price point because she didn't have her systems and processes streamlined and documented. Over the last 10 years, Shanice has used the ability to identify operational inefficiencies to create solutions to not only save her clients' businesses and hairlines, but also to fall in love with their business again. Welcome to Build by Choice, Shanice. Hi, Nana. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today and chatting with you. And I just love the way that you show people how to calculate their freedom point number. And that was where work becomes a choice and not a necessity in your ebook, The Freedom Point. So I just absolutely love that. I love that concept. It was something that I always said um, to myself as soon as I graduated college as well. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, freedom is the highest aspiration we can all um, yes. aspire to, right? Yeah. Um, so what inspired you to start systematizing business processes at a multi-million dollar level? Okay, so the multi-million dollar level came later. But I originally started off as an educational consultant, and my own experience is what inspired me to start helping and project managing and working with businesses to do that at the, and it eventually became the multi-million dollar level. But as an educational consultant in 2012, it was just me, and I was doing all the work. I was doing all the marketing, the Facebook ads, the sales, client work. All of those tasks were all jumbled in my head and it was on random sheets of paper saved in random places. And all of that was working well for me, you know, just perfectly fine for a little while until I had my best business month and I was really close to hitting $10,000 for that time. When I hit that amount, I felt so drained and exhausted and it really made me start to question how I was going to do this again next month. How could I maintain the success if I already felt so tired? Um, so I decided to sell the business. And when I listed my business on the online marketplace, it made me realize that my business wasn't set up with the correct systems in place to get the amount that I knew it was worth. It ended up selling for a five-figure profit, but I knew I could have got six figures after looking at other businesses and things like that. So that's when I went to corporate and I have a background in project management, but I wanted to really make an impact. So I left corporate started up Tassie Group, and I started showing other companies and corporations how they could streamline their processes to really scale their businesses. And that's how I ended up working with the multi-million dollar ones, because those are the companies that they might have a smaller team, 
the team has everything still all in their head or their backends are really messy. They have a lot of really good templates in place, but it's all over the place. They can't find them. They're recreating the wheel and they knew that those systems and processes could be better off. Yeah, wonderful. What are some of the common problems that you see businesses facing when it comes to uh, systems and processes? Just really that main thing where they keep it all in their head. Um, they're instead of really documenting, listing out the tasks that they really need to do, um, putting it on paper, having it streamlined so that everyone knows what everyone's doing at the time without having to send an email or ask the other person. Those are kind of the main things. It's always about around that communication piece or that visibility piece. Yeah. I mean, are there any kind of underlying reasons why people don't take the time to do it? I think um, there are a couple of reasons. A lot of times people don't know how. Um, many times we just don't have the time. We've spent so much time, and I knew this was me as well. You're working so hard in your business trying to grow it. And that you're not even thinking about systemizing it. You're not thinking about the future. You're just thinking about where you are now, which is, okay, with me, I can handle this. This is an amount. But then as soon as you get that quick uptick, and that's what I see in a lot of these businesses, they've been working so hard with growing their business, with doing the marketing. And then all of a sudden they get this big gust, like, because <laughs> you know how we are. We're always on that wheel and we're, we're working, we're putting in more effort and more effort. And then it comes a time where, all that effort we put in, it finally comes to fruition. And all of this stuff just blasts up a lot faster than you really thought it was going to just happen. And so now you're here with this, well, a lot of my companies, a million dollar business. And you're like, how this happened? It felt like it happened like within the last year or overnight for some people. And now they're like, okay, I need to hire more people. But in order to hire more people, you're realizing, okay, maybe my processes aren't in place. Maybe I'm hiring people and um, I'm not getting the results that I wanted from hiring people, or it's taking me more time to train people. And then that's more of my time when hiring this person was supposed to free up my time. You say it becomes a you know, vicious cycle. And so how does that translate into you know, challenges when trying to uh, systematize, you know, helping them systematize their business? Because I imagine some of these same people whose knowledge we, you know, that you need to take from their heads onto a piece of paper or into software in any kind of system, um, yeah, system is their yeah, time is already strapped. So how does how does that translate, you know, into challenges when you're trying to help them streamline and um, systematize their business? That is definitely something that we cover more in depth in my three steps to automate and scale mini training. I'll tell your listeners how they can get that for free. But there are many challenges that come in trying to systematize something after you've already got gotten started, and. The main challenge is just the time factor. You're so busy trying to make sure that you're getting the client work out that you really do have to take some time out of your schedule, craft that time out to say, okay, this is important. This is gonna help us reach the next level. Um, the other issue is if you already have a small team, people who are used to doing everything in their heads, um, what we call is change management and project management. Um, and that's when you are trying to get somebody else to stop doing the same things that they're so used to doing. And sometimes a lot, a lot of times with my clients or business owners, it's the same thing. They're so used to operating the business this one way. Um, now that when you're having them to kind of switch over, sometimes it could be a little resistance. Um, you go back to and fall into those old habits and those old patterns. But what people have to realize and what my clients realize is that those old patterns and habits 
and tools that you use can't take you to the next level. Yeah, it's all about trying to get to the next level. So what are some of the benefits that people realize when they work with you to systematize their business? Oh, there are so many benefits. So one of my clients, um, she had a startup and she, we worked together and she realized that there were so many tasks that she was doing, um, so many things that she could delegate to someone else, so many things that she could automate. So it actually ended up freeing up 20 hours of her time per week. Um, she saved a lot of money because she thought she was going to have to hire a person to do like administrative work. But instead of that, all the automations we did took place of that person. Um, and then it also helped her to reduce errors. It helped her to scale up her business. And it put in place that foundation for when she went to go hire someone, they had training materials, they had processes that they could follow without her having to keep doing the same thing each time with each person she brought on board. Yeah. So clearly, you know, uh, businesses of all sizes need, you know, need to systematize their business. And, and that's what you help them with. Um, what is uh, what is the most complex business process that you've ever had to streamline? So I don't want to get too far into the weeds. Um, for right. a broad view, I will say that I had a business that had a bunch of different departments. So we had like a development department, um, there was marketing, there was sales, they had a design, this was a, a digital marketing agency, of course, and they just have so many different departments, they have a consulting department. And so I would say that is the most technical because you do have people who are developers who work with um, software as a service business, they work with API integrations. So that's a very technical aspect to the system. But just the different if you have a lot of different departments in your business, um, different areas that you have to go into and streamline, then that's when it really becomes a little bit more lengthy. Yeah, because it's not just about, you know, intra um, interactions within one department. It's also mm -hmm. the cross departmental interactions and it starts to get exponential. Um, are there any tools or software that you recommend to help with uh, productivity? So I really love ClickUp. Um, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not one of their affiliates or anything like that, but I do love ClickUp. Um, what I saw that that helps is whenever I have a client, um, I notice that they are using a bunch of different things to try to piece together that ClickUp has all in one in their system. So for example, one of my clients was using uh, Slack. She was using Google Docs, Google Drive, um, they had this Tetra, which was something that was like for their SOPs. But with ClickUp, instead of having to go from different platform and having to say, okay, where did I put that last thing? Um, ClickUp allows you to really go in there and say, okay, my, I did this. It's all in ClickUp. It's assigned to the task and it's all in one versus having to go to different platforms, having to really search for everything. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, and how does that, is that similar or different to something like uh, Trello? So Trello is different. Um, I used Trello, Trello before a long time ago. So they might have different things now. Um, a lot of times when I see people like to use Trello, they say that it's because it's very simple. And ClickUp's very simple. It's very user-friendly. Trello is really just a project management tool. Um, and it takes you from saying you have to do one task and assigning it to another person, kind of like a board. So a lot of times I would see like um, developers using Trello. With ClickUp, they have the option for you to look at things in the board view in a Trello as a Trello board, but you also can incorporate. So say 
if someone sent you an email, instead of you having to have the email and then put that as a task, that email can go through ClickUp directly into a task. Okay, well, that's that's good to know. For someone who is just starting out uh, in in business, because you've made the case for why systematizing a business is is really important and beneficial. Uh, what are some of the tips you provide to help them you know, you know, get and stay organized and not repeat, not get so far into it before they start realizing, hey, uh, I need systems? Yeah, so definitely. Um, I would say just at least if you are starting out, you're just starting out from the very bottom. A lot of times people are bootstrapping. They don't want to spend a lot of money on things. So I would say start off with a Google Doc. Um, you can write out all the tasks that you do. You can put it on your Google Calendar. So that way you are really mapping out what is it you're actually doing every day. You're mapping out all your tasks. You're saying what it what can be done so that when it when the time comes for you to hand that over, hand the task over to someone else, when you're ready to scale, you already have a list of tasks that you do. And hopefully you are kind of putting in there how you're doing those tasks. Okay. Now you mentioned the three-step training. Can you tell us a little bit more about that free training that you give? Definitely. So in the three-step training to automate and scale mini training that I'm going to give your users, um, they are my three-step method for simply setting up systems to organize and automate your business. And so we do these three easy things each time, which is we first break up your company into departments. We list out the tasks of each department, and then we upload it into the project management tool. And then that's where we can add on the automations and everything else. But these are literally the only three things that you need to do to scale your business with more flexibility and freedom. And, uh, and we're going to have that information um, in the show's notes, but how can people um, you know, find out about the, the training? Yeah, so I've created a special page for your listeners. They can go to taslygroup.com slash build value. And that's where they can get my three steps to automate and scale mini training. If your listeners want help organizing their business or setting up systems, they can also book a call from that same page or they can connect with me on LinkedIn. Same page, taslygroup.com slash build value. Wonderful. No, that's great. We appreciate that. And, uh, you know, when we, anytime we can bring this kind of value to our audience, uh, we are certainly always looking for that. Uh, what's next for you? Clearly, you have a lot of exciting projects going on, a lot of things in the work. So what's, you know, what should uh, we be on the lookout for and what are some of the things that are you know, next for you? So, yeah, I do always have an exciting project in the works. Um, I'm always open to new opportunities and I do hear opportunities every day. Um, I will just say that I do have certain things that are a little bit under wraps. If you are curious to know what I'm currently working on, my website is going to be the one with the most up-to-date information about what I'm doing and where I'm going. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Any final tips uh, for you know, business owners um, you know, about you know, systems and, and whatnot, efficiencies? Start systemizing your business today. That's definitely writing out those tasks, making sure that you're putting who you can delegate or any tasks that you can delete. And that will just make your life a lot easier. Wonderful. Thank you again, Shanice. And that's it for this week. Till next week, bye for now.